some of you out there don't understand our purpose and may not understand our prayers. We as a family in Jesus' name would like you to know the reason why we sing. <laughs> family. Someone asked a question. Why do we sing? When we lift our hands to Jesus, what do we really mean? Someone may be wondering when we sing a song. Sing because I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. I sing because of oh, his eyes are on. His eyes on the sparrow. That's the reason why. That's the reason why I sing. Oh, glory. Glory, hallelujah. You're the reason. You're the reason why I sing. Come on, come on. Say glory. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You're the reason why I sing. Someone asked a question. Someone asked a question. Oh, glory, why? Why do we sing? Why do we sing? Yeah. When we lift our hands. When we lift our hands to Jesus. Oh, what do we really mean? What do we really mean? Someone may be wondering. Someone may be wondering. When we sing our songs. When we sing our songs. At times we may. At times we may be <laughs> And nothing's even wrong. And nothing's even wrong. This is the reason why. Let's say it again. Glory. Glory, hallelujah. You're the reason why. You're the reason why. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, saints. Glory, hallelujah. Yes, you're the reason you're why. Maybe over. The song is over. Just keep on singing. We Sing on, y'all. Your heart just keep on singing. The song will never end. And the song will never end. Listen, somebody may be asking. Somebody asking. Is this just a show? Was it just a show? Lift your hands and be a witness. Lift your hands and be a witness. And tell the whole world. That river. When we cross that river to study war no more. To study war no more. We will sing. We will sing our song to the Jesus. one who we adore. storm, Jesus. You're the reason why I sing. You're the reason why. You're the reason why. <laughs> yes. I sing. You're the reason why. Michael Rambo's with us this morning. Welcome. Welcome to our Sunday morning service. In-person services are at 9.30 and 11.30 Central. And we also welcome our live streaming audience. And our past services are available anytime on demand on our website or our YouTube channel.
Big news for next Sunday. We are in the sanctuary and live streaming for our 9.30, and then for our 11.30 service, we are going to be outside, weather permitting. Plan to join us for the second service on October 3rd, outdoors. We are grateful for an incredible month of music at Unity, and you are invited to join Ginger Commodore and Lori Dockin this afternoon right here in the sanctuary at 1 p.m. to learn more about the evolution of gospel music from the spirituals to gospel music of today. On Tuesday evening, self-promotion, on Tuesday evening I'll be leading a virtual workshop, Conscious Inclusion. And it's about a growing awareness of the uniqueness of each one of us. And it calls us to, in this community to be more inclusive in our consciousness. All of you and all community members are welcome. It is Zoom on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Just a gentle reminder, masks are required on when singing. Our fall book study groups begin October 3rd through November 14th. And we're reading the Book of Joy. Uh, from His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. The book is available in our bookstore, and book group registration is available online, and have, we have a variety of options for that. Women of Unity will meet this Saturday at 9.30 a.m. via Zoom, and will feature a special music workshop by Laurel Murphy. Details are on our website. October is packed with opportunities, including the Spiritual Economics Prosperity Class that I'll be facilitating, a second Youth and Family Ministry Circle on October 3rd, and our annual Pet Blessing returns on October 10th. I will be doing that with a special guest by the name of Reverend Jeanette. And then uh, details for all of our upcoming events and activities are on the church website, Facebook page, and our weekly emails. You can also always call or email the church office. And now, please join Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Good morning, and join me in prayer. Let us take a deep breath together. And we release and we let go, setting aside any concerns that we may have, letting them go for this hour to be totally present to each other and present to the divine. Today we are so grateful that we know this presence within. We know this presence is peace, this joy and happiness. We know this presence within is health and wholeness and well-being. And for that we are so grateful. And we know and we affirm that regardless of what challenges we may have in our life right now, that God within is greater than those challenges. And for that, we are grateful. Grateful for the opportunity to gather together in this collective consciousness of love and understanding. So we are indeed blessed, thankful for this day, thankful for this beautiful day. And together, we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? I'm gonna invite you to please stand for our opening song.
happy this morning? I mean, after that song, how can you not help but feel happy? Good morning and welcome. We're glad you're with us this morning. As you know, Unity is that open and welcoming, inclusive community. And one of our favorite things to do here, because our core value is welcoming, one of our favorite things to do here is to welcome those that are new or if they feel like they are new. So my dear friends, if you are new or just feel like you are new this morning, we want to honor your presence here today. Take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Calling all courage out there. Courage. We got courage out here. We got courage out here. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. That packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. Included in that packet is a pink card. If you choose to fill out any part of that card, turn that into our office. We have a special gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. Also, my dear friends, if you're streaming with us today, and if you are new or you feel like you are new, please fill out the contact card, that information. There's a link that will take you there. Fill that out, and someone on our team will reach out to you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that's set on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate these marvelous guests, okay? Let's affirm together our vision. Our vision is found in your order of service. May we affirm this together. Together, centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. And now then, our September affirmation. 
together. We celebrate gospel music and honor all those that helped create it. Thank you, God. Let's settle in for the reading of our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. As Usher brings down the prayer box, you're invited to mentally add your prayers to the written requests in the box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are then prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they're forwarded to silent unity where they're prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is, let go, let God. We affirm, divine love, wisdom, and understanding expressed through me. If I feel unsure of the next step in any situation, I let go and I let God. I don't walk away from difficulty or try to force resolutions. Instead, I release my tight mental grip on problems and open myself to solutions. I let go of my ego's desire for control and my need to bring about specific outcomes. I believe there are solutions and remedies beyond what my mind can conceive. I yield to possibility. I trust the indwelling divine presence just as I would trust a mentor. Letting go and letting God means creating space for the dynamic, creative energy of spirit to inspire and surprise me. The divine love, wisdom, and understanding fuel my thoughts, express through my words, and guide me in all ways. And scripture tells us, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. The word for today is let go, let God. Go! Oui. 
So I invite you to join me in meditation. Let us take another deep breath together, that universal breath of the divine. And as we do, we begin to relax and to let go. We relax our body. I love my body, and my body loves me. I relax my mind and release any concerns that I have to the divine. I let go and let God again. I am aware of spirit expressing through me as life and love and happiness. And today, I decide to be happy all day long. Yes, it is my decision. I can decide to be happy or un unhappy. So today, I choose happiness for myself. I can be happy by thinking happy thoughts. I can pick and choose what I will think and I will let only happy thoughts enter and remain in my mind. Today, I decide to be happy all day long. And in this awareness, in this awareness, in this greater sense of happiness within, we just rest for a moment in the stillness and in the quiet, in the peace and in the silence. Today, I decide to be happy all day long. Proverbs 16.20 tells us, those who trust and love the Lord will be happy. Jesus tells us, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. And today, we pray with those that have requested our prayers, represented by our prayer box cards, the letters, the electronic mail that we've received this week. We hold each of these prayer requests in a consciousness of love, a consciousness of prayer, giving thanks in advance for answered prayer. And today we pray with our prayer chaplains, our Unity Prayer Chaplains, our Unity Prayer Ministry, the Unity Cares Ministry. 
we hold these dear souls in our hearts as they continue to hold us in prayer when so often we forget. So I invite you, if you would, to take another deep breath with me. And as you do, begin to return to this time and place, knowing without a doubt that we have been in the kingdom of the divine, the kingdom of God. And so it is. Amen. One word, Lori. Wow. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs>
What have we been doing this month? Uh, <laughs> we have been a big crescendo, Mark. And here we are at the great jumping off point. Because in October, we talk about joy. Well, this is joy as well, but different subject, different category, kind of, sort of. This is the last Sunday of Gospel Spiritual Month. And so we are coming into more contemporary times from like the 70s, 80s up until about now. So thanks for being here with us. And we'll have a little conversation later. Hope to see you. And yeah, thank you. Oh, Jordan Headland with us today. <laughs> T. Michael Rambo. And Bobby Commodore. Thanks very much. So if you think our... Sunday services just magically appear on Sundays, you are far from the truth. The truth is that a tremendous amount of thought, prayer, and effort goes into creating these experiences. I just want to pull back the curtain for just a little bit and tell you some secrets. Don't tell Reverend Pat I'm sharing this with you. But 11 months of the year, Reverend Pat, along with some others, create the, the curriculum for our lessons and the themes for each month and comes up with the lesson titles and then as ministers we're given those titles and have a little bit of latitude to create our lesson based on that. For the month of September, the tables are a bit turned and Lori selects the musical theme and assigns uh, certain topics or lessons for each of the each of the Sundays. And so today, we are wrapping up our series on gospel music. And uh, once again, I'm the closer of this series, just like last month when we closed out spiritual strength. So I don't know what that's telling you about me. But uh, anyway, so uh, way back, Reverend Tony began the series, and her lesson was titled, Every Time I Feel the Spirit. And what I so appreciate about her lesson is she talked about her personal connection to some of this music. I don't know if you were part of that experience, but she actually sang to us or with us some of that. And she talk, talked about her dad singing and her Grammy being at the pump organ. And so while I didn't have the experience of that music myself, I could, live, I could kind of live through her and that resonated with me because of her story. In her lesson, she talked about how this, a lot of this music has its roots in the pain and the horror of slavery. That's part of the context from which this grew. She also shared with us that sometimes in unity, we can operate at that 40,000-foot level where we just focus on our own personal journey and our own metaphysics and understanding of the world and life. And the fact is, we can have that experience on our individual learning journey and our individual spiritual journey, and yet we live in a material world. She also reminded us of the importance of some of Jesus' basic teachings. Feed the hungry, clothe the naked, give drink to those who are thirsty. So folks, this is a both and on our spiritual journeys, and taking care of each other in the material world. Next week after that, Reverend Pat, in his lesson, The Upper Room, he talked about the queen of gospel, Mahalia Jackson. And I love how he described some of her history and how she began to wear a choir robe and how she refused to ever sing secular music in spite of being called to do that, her commitment to her God of her understanding. Repet also talked about Jesus' teaching in the upper room and that mystical elements as part of that teaching. Last week, Reverend Tony, in her lesson, it was free at last. And what sometimes that, that uh, we can get caught up in that lesson of our own metaphysic understanding. And again, it's about being clear that we're here to take care of each other. We're here to take care of each other. And so for today, Lori selected two songs to focus on, Oh Happy Day and I Love the Lord. First off, 
The song, Oh Happy Day, debuted in 1968 by the Eddie Hawkins Singers. Eddie Reuben Hawkins was born August 19, 1943, and was an American gospel musician, pianist, choir master, composer, and arranger. He was one of the originators of the, orig of the urban contemporary gospel song, and he's best known for his arrangement of Oh Happy Day, and it was included in an album that he made with a choir. He was born in Oakland, California, and at the age of seven, he was already the keyboardist to accompany the family's gospel group. Oh, Happy Day on this album that they recorded eventually made its way to a DJ in San Francisco, and it was kind of an underground rock station, and it became an instant hit. The song rocketed in sales to more than a million copies within two months. It crossed over to the pop charts, making it the U.S. number four in 1969. It then became an international success, selling more than 7 million copies. And Hawkins was awarded his first Grammy for it. Hawkins died of pancreatic cancer in 2018 at the age of 74. Some of the lyrics include, Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day when Jesus washed my sins away. Let me suggest that Jesus washed our sins away when he reminded us who we truly are that we are in fact the beloved offspring of the divine, imbued with all those faculties. His life was an example of Christ in expression, that perfect combination of the human and the divine. In unity, we talk about sin as simply erred thinking. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our movement, describes sin as missing the mark, falling short of divine perfection, he tells us that sin is our failure to express the attributes of being, life, love, intelligence, wisdom, and other God qualities. Jesus, our master teacher in Wayshore, expressed all these God qualities and more. When I think about washing our sins away, I think about it as if we have our blinders removed from our eyes so that we only see the absolute and the absolute sense that there is only God, only good, no such thing as sin, but temporary, arid thinking. I believe our human journey is about remembering who we are and eliminating arid thought from our lives as well as arid behavior. As a side note, when one thinks about washing, one quickly thinks about water and its ability to clean. Metaphysically, water does represent cleansing and purifying. In many traditional Christian traditions, water is used in baptism, used symbolically to eliminate original sin. In our unity tradition, we choose to focus on original blessing rather than original sin. And oftentimes at a christening, we will use white rose petals to christen the perfect, pure little one rather than water. Again, focusing on that innate Christ nature and pure beauty within each one of us, and especially at that moment in a christening. Some more lyrics. He taught me how to watch, fight, and pray, and live rejoicing every day. For Jesus, for sure, taught us how to pray. Consider the Our Father when he was asked by his disciples how to pray. We now use that almost every other Sunday here. Also, Jesus clearly demonstrated prayer throughout his ministry. He prayed alone. From Luke 5, 16, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Jesus prayed with others. In Matthew 18, 20, tells us that, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. Jesus prayed before a meal. From Luke 24, 30, when he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. And Jesus prayed for others. From John 17, 20, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those who will believe in me through their message. Yes, for certain, Jesus did teach us how to pray. Regarding being happy and rejoicing every day, as a reminder, this is an inside job, and it begins with our thoughts and our thinking. 
Also, happiness and joy only occur within the now. I believe that all of us have a deep sense and a deep longing for well-being, happiness, and joy. And the bottom line is that these feelings only occur in the now. And if we have a fond memory from the past and we are experiencing it in our memory and bringing it forward, it's still in the now. It is still in the now, in the present moment. Let me be clear. There is no joy or happiness in the future. Only now exists. And if we are not present to the now, we miss those wonderful opportunities, those opportunities for joy and happiness. In order to be in the now, one needs to truly enjoy the present moment, be in that present moment. We need to be centered, still, and connected with the divine. As I reflect on my own life, I have a long history of spending time worrying about the future with some anxiety around that, worrying about the past and ruminating there. Lots of that negative thinking has robbed me of joy and happiness. And I now, and this is an ongoing journey, try to focus on being present and in the moment. Once again, we only can experience joy and happiness in the now. Next, I want to focus on the song I Love the Lord by Whitney Houston. This is originally in the movie The Preacher's Wife, which came out in 1996. I love that movie. Whitney Houston was born August 9, 1963, and was an American singer and actress. She is one of the best-selling music artists of all time with sales of over 200 million records worldwide. She is one of the most awarded artists in history. Known for her powerful and soulful vocals, she influenced many other singers. Houston is the only artist to have seven consecutive number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100. The soundtrack of The Preacher's Wife became the best-selling gospel album of all time. Houston began singing in church as a child and became a background vocalist while in high school. She was one of the first black women to appear on the cover of Seventeen magazine after becoming a teen model in 1981. She became the first female artist to debut a number one on the Billboard 200 with her second studio album. Houston was certified as the best-selling female rhythm blues artist of the 20th century. She released seven studio albums and two soundtrack albums, all of which have been certified diamond, multi-platinum, platinum, or gold. She was inducted into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame in 2014 and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2020. Her accolades include two Emmy Awards and eight Grammy Awards. However, in spite of her vast accomplishments, her personal struggles began to overshadow her career and eventually getting the best of her. Ultimately, she passed February 11, 2012, and was found at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Her hit song, I Love the Lord. Some of the lyrics, I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Long as I live and trouble rise, I hasten to his throne. First off, I believe that this song reminds us of the greatest commandment, all about love. From Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, when Jesus was asked what was the greatest commandment, his response was, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the other commandments and the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. One thing I want to emphasize is that to truly love God and our neighbor, we need to love and accept ourselves. Self-love, self-care, self-compassion have always been important, and I think they are especially important in the last 18 months. I can only love God and my neighbor to the degree that I'm able to love myself. I also suggest that these lyrics are a divine paradox and how God is both personal and principal. God is deeply personal and inseparable from our individual lives, and yet God is unchanging in principle, spiritual law, and absolute truth. The personal part of the lyrics tells us that God hears every cry and pities every groan. The God of my youth was some powerful white guy that sat on a throne way up in heaven. He was there watching, listening, and judging me and pitying me from time to time. That's no longer my theology. I now believe that God 
there's only good and only God, and that God is everywhere present, and that I am a unique expression of that divine. Therefore, we could say that because there is only God, there's only good, it is actually God who is our cries, our groans, as well as God is pity, comfort, healing, wisdom, peace, and love itself. The lyrics that relate to God as principle are about hastening to the throne when trouble arises. Hasten is defined as moving quickly and with purpose. Metaphysically, throne represents our divine intelligence, our innate sovereignty, our true Christ nature. The wisdom for all of this in this song is that when we are facing challenges, we are better served if we are to quickly and with purpose go to God within. In closing, I invite you to continue to remember and practice the basic teachings of Jesus, that of love, love for God, love for neighbor, and love for self. And yes, we are all on our individual spiritual journeys and we are in this together. So it's important that we live that mix between being on that journey in that metaphysical place and caring for our brothers and sisters on the ground. So I invite you this week to be more attentive to are you walking the talk that Jesus modeled for us? And last, I want to thank Lori for the special music this month and the amazing crew that she's brought together. So, namaste. Oh, Mary, don't you? Oh, 
singing Mary. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Somebody tell Mary. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Ooh, she don't have to cry no more. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Oh, you gotta tell her to sing. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Oh, mighty, mighty, mighty God. Oh, Mary, don't and you don't have to wait. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Oh, Mary, don't heal bring joy. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Oh, don't cry. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Oh, oh, oh we'll see. Pharaoh's army. Some got drowned. Drowned in the Red Sea. Ooh, oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. spirit's been lifted this morning. Yes. You know, I think I've experienced every emotion in the sun, under the sun. Oh my goodness, it's great to have you here. Thanks for, and you know, Reverend Kevin, I think you are a great closer. I do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This is that time when we get to practice that spiritual law of circulation, that law of giving and receiving. So this morning, I'm going to invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. You can do so in several ways. Uh, you can, right there, there's a Q code on your program. You can use your phone right there and make a donation. It takes you to a secured website. If you're streaming with us, there's a secured link there as well to make that donation. There's also offering envelopes in the pews. You can put a check or money in that and drop it in the receptacle as you exit today. And uh, I understand that we can do Venmo and PayPal, search for Unity Minneapolis. Okay, so let's pray together, bless these gifts, and know without a doubt that God is the source of all good in our life, all good in our life. And we give today because it is truly our nature to give. Now let's affirm together our church offertory blessing found in your order of service. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And now silently. Thank you, God.
So let us take a moment as we bless these gifts. We bless these gifts and all the gifts that's been received in the mail this week. All those participating in our consistent giving program, our unexpected income program, we bless all of these gifts, acknowledging the one source, God. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Laura Dawkins, beautiful. Our on-duty energy prayer chaplains, I'm going to invite you to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in this sanctuary. And today they're here to hold that sacred space with you, to listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a unity prayer chaplain. Thank you for your service today. Thank you for your service today. And you may be seated. Also, I want to acknowledge our youth today, and Cassidy Meeks is here to share a little bit about what's going on upstairs with our youth today. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> so, yes, we had a great time with our kiddos in the nursery. They are so sweet. I wish each of you could be a fly on the wall just watching their natural joy and exuberance for life. And speaking of exuberance, we are calling all families with kids or grandkids um, from 0 to 18 and all youth and family volunteers for another round of YFM Circle. That's going to be next Sunday at 1.30. We're going to meet in a park in St. Louis Park. You can dress as you wish. It might be a little brisk. Dine as you like. We promise tasty edibles from which to pick. Kids will play after food with attentive adults while parents, caregivers, and volunteers connect and pick up where the last circle left off. We'll share what we learned and glean a bit more, and together we'll make the youth and family ministry soar. So come and join us for that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Cassidy, I attended the last one with you, and it was so much fun. So parents, it's not going to be a drag. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come and be a part of that, okay? And Laura, you have something special this afternoon. Would you tell us about it? Yes. You and you know Ginger. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Ginger and I are going to be talking about the spirituals and gospel music. And I'll kick it off. I'm going to be kind of like Rachel Maddow. You know, she gives you info. I'm excited about that part. You know, yeah. is, Similar is it hair, one different color. One or one thirty. Well, probably oh. one one ten, right in there. We hope to start closer to one, so that it's not a long time in between. It'll be great uh, to hang out, take some questions, and just give you a little bit more information. So we hope to see you. Great, thank you, Lori. Thank you. And it promises to be. You can go to brunch. Then come back and enjoy the afternoon by all means. Next week, we begin a brand new series that I'm excited about, and this is the Book of Joy. We'll be looking at this book for seven weeks. Well, there's so many ways you have the opportunity to participate. One, come to Sunday services, listen to some outstanding lessons, outstanding music, of course, has been selected for this. The other thing is to join a small connection group. You can do so. Some will be in person and some will be in online. You can check it out and out in the garden court as well. Someone's there to assist you with signing up. Or you can also do a self-study with this book as well. It's a great book. It's an easy read. It's conversational style. I really invite you to be a part of that next week. So I think that's it for us. Let's stand together. Reverend Kevin, if you'd like to join us on the platform, anyone else that would like to. Except we are somewhat limited up here, so all of you don't rush at the same time. So let us know together our prayer for protection. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell.